What's up, guys? Welcome back to the That's So Dev podcast. My name is Dev. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time tuning in, you're iconic. And if you're returning, you're iconic. Exactly. Now, y'all know we got some tea. But before we get into the tea, make sure you go ahead and follow me at That's So Dev on Twitter, Instagram, and everywhere else. Go ahead and subscribe to that YouTube channel. We starting to pop over there. Now, for the tea today, y'all. Let's talk about Miley. I just went and bought myself some flowers because I can literally go buy myself some fucking flowers. Like, it's time for self-care. We are in the self-care era. It's time for us to be serious. Like, I just, I, I, first off, let me go ahead and start off this podcast with clocking some of you bitches. Yeah, I got to clock some of you bitches Mm -hmm. because y'all getting a little brave. You're getting a little brave right we're talking about the miss hannah montana you know the same girl that got her first number one album at 13 the youngest to get a number one album at 13 and the first tv film soundtrack to go number one on the billboard 200 chart um that same person is the person that you're questioning how she get these numbers randomly nigga this the same girl that's your comfort show that you play every motherfucking night what do you mean how (laughs) what the fuck do you mean how and you know in it's one of those things where it's stan twitter oh my favorite because we have to have the conversation we have to have the conversation right the conversation actually is my favorite artist doesn't have this how does this person that i don't care for have that they're cheating and that's always the go-to and while it may be the case often that there are you know industry plants and people who do get their success and their fame handed or bought for them right but we're talking about miley cyrus we're talking about miley cyrus the same person that even though we know she is part of the nepotism conversation right we all know that she forged her own path and essentially became famous more famous than her father like hello she's known for her not for her father Shit, people remember Billy Ray Cyrus because of Miley Cyrus right now. Let's just be serious. Let's just be serious. He is an icon, but we need to be serious. Okay? <laughs> like, Miley Cyrus carried Disney on her fucking back for years. For years. From 2006 all the way up until Hannah Montana ended, what, 2013? Right? Did Hannah Montana end 2013? Because they said the final episode of Hannah Montana ended what? It was a couple years ago. Was it 12? But 12, I think I think I want to say maybe 12 years ago. Um, but so what was that about 2010? Yeah, so about 2010 because that's when Can't Be Tame came out and Hannah Montana Forever came out around the same year, or in the same year rather. But it's just. It's crazy to see how she ran Disney Channel for damn near a decade. And then to see her come out of that and really break into her own and see her dominate that area. Because people have to remember, Bangers was in a digital era, right? Like, Bangers was like the first Miley Cyrus album that I didn't go into the store to purchase. I purchased it on iTunes. Just like when We Can't Stop came out that night, you know. At midnight, I purchased We Can't Stop on iTunes. I bought, I you know, I bought the single. There was no streaming for me to go on, like, you know, our service and stream this song. Like, that just really wasn't a thing at that time. And 
which is uh, weirdly, which is really, it's crazy to say. I'm sure it probably was to some extent, but not seriously. It was a digital era. We were still buying albums. We just weren't doing it in person. We were doing it, well, we were, but we were doing it digitally, like, right, you know, over any whatever digital device that you fucking have. And so we've seen Miley Cyrus in the physical era during Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana 2, Hannah Montana 3, Hannah Montana the movie, uh, Meet Miley Cyrus, Breakout, Can't Be Tamed, these CDs, even Time of Our Lives, where we went in the store and physically bought the album. You know, like when Walmart is restocking these albums, albums overnight we're going into the stores and we're buying these fucking albums like this is what we've been waiting for you know we didn't wait till midnight for something to pop up on a service and something you know that we pay for monthly that's not the tea so you know we watched her go through the physical era where she sold millions and millions and millions of copies of physical copies you know copies that you actually have to go in the store and buy millions of these millions y'all she got more viewers on one episode than bitches will see in their entire lives selling music. So where did it come from? Look at the spreadsheet. And it, 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 I saw a tweet yesterday and somebody was like, it's becoming popular to be a hater on social media. And it really is like people don't give a fuck if they're a hater. They go, well, yeah, I'm a hater, blah, 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 blah. And it's not one of those things where you take back this word in reclaim ownership and you know like i guess revamp what it means you know how people like i always use this example when you know everybody was calling taylor swift a snake what did she do she really embodied what a snake was right not embodied what a snake was per se but she took on the persona of being a snake and just readjusted how it was looked at she spinned it into something positive and that's not something that's happening with being a hater you're just simply being a hater and trying to justify it which is not going to work out for you anyway so it's just weird to me to see so many people be a hater in a mighty series like literally i saw somebody two days before the song came out oh this sound like a hit and then two days later they were like, well, this needs to be investigated because people are wondering why or how, you know, the Miley Cyrus, who's the Hannah Montana, um, is selling millions of copies. Now, if we look at the spreadsheet, right, and we look at this girl, this girl has seven number one albums, seven number one albums. And the first one came. She's 13 years old. She's been in this industry for 17 fucking years. So if we look at all the motherfucking spreadsheets and her sales and everything, it adds up because, like I said, We've seen her be successful in the physical copy era when people went in the stores and actually bought that shit, right? And then we've seen her be successful in the digital era, especially during Banger's era, right? Now, right around this time over the last decade or so, she's been with RCA. Now, if you are an Normani fan, if you are a Tinashe fan, or at this point, almost anybody who has come from RCA, you know how RCA is and you know the limitations that come with being on RCA like you're really not going to get what you deserve they're really going to swallow you whole you're going to be quiet nobody's going to really hear from you and when they do hear from you it's going to be lackluster maybe not in the quality of the project but the quality of what you know the energy this label is giving this artist that's just the tea you know Miley Cyrus has had what dead pets which she released free because the label wasn't going to release it for her. So she released it on her own dime. Um, Younger Now, an album that she completely constructed on her own. Obviously, she had help, but she did make that album herself. She wanted to prove something to herself. And then after that was Plastic Hearts, right? 
And then Plastic Hearts, there were no physical copies in the stores. And Miley Cyrus comes from an era of physical copies. Period. Period. So, it's really, really interesting to me how people are so surprised. She hasn't had a good label for the past decade. And a decade ago, it was Bangers. So all you really have to do for one, again, look at the spreadsheet. Look at the facts. The facts are in your face. And that's why I've been telling people, like, I mean, obviously, you know, I've been dragging a bitch or two, right? Because I do drag a bitch or two or three or four or five. And, like, I'm like, y'all, it's not even worth it at this point because all they're doing is just pissing you off. They know she's Hannah Montana. They know she's Miley Cyrus. You notice how there are consistent viral videos of Miley Cyrus and viral tweets of Miley Cyrus, but there have been no recent viral hate tweets about Miley Cyrus because you can't viral hate tweet a bitch that you actually, like, you openly like this girl. People openly like her. Like, Miley Cyrus, Tana Montana, like, everybody, like, she's probably in your library somewhere. She's probably literally on your mind. You probably heard her song today. If not, you probably thought about it. If not, you probably saw her like, Miley Cyrus is incorporated into your fucking life in some form or fashion. At some point in time, she's not a person that you forget and she's not a person that you don't see standing there. So if you forgot who Miley Cyrus was and you had to be reminded, bitch, that's not on her. It don't need to be investigated. Maybe you need to investigate the shit that you're talking about because odd all of these facts are in front of you i don't even have to look these up it's off the top of my motherfucking head and a bitch can go confirm like it's second nature i've been standing this bitch miley cyrus for 17 years she has been in the game for 17 years and for a lot of people i oft i often do see barbs you know who are doing this and saying this i'm like well for one okay let's think about it let's reconstruct this let's break this down okay Nicki Minaj has been in the game 16 years, 16 plus years, right? It hasn't been 17 years yet because Miley Cyrus was in the game a bit longer than her. That's fine. She's a white girl. Whatever you want to say comes easier for her. Fine. But 17 years, 17 years and she's only 30 years old. We need to be fucking serious. The same way that Miss Nicki Minaj went out and really invested in her fan base and she was really, really out there. Miley Cyrus did that as well. In her own right, she did that as well. So, while Nicki Minaj can have no support here, no support here, no support here, no support here, and still thrive, so can sis. You know, the same one that's standing up on stage as Mariah Carey, Beyonce, Rihanna, uh, Natasha Bedingfield, Ashanti, Mary J. Blige, Keisha Cole. You remember Just Stand Up? I know y'all do. We all know what the fuck we were. And if you weren't alive, you still remember where the fuck you were. That's how iconic it was. What other Disney Channel girl was on there? Oh, none. Be serious. You need to be serious. Like, the only bitch that's up there from Disney Channel is her. You know, it's just crazy, y'all, to see all these theories and people just trying to attempting to discredit Miley Cyrus and it can't happen you know it's not like a situation where it's Normani and you really got to defend her down you got to defend her a lot like you gotta defend down because people don't know enough about this person this person hasn't been established in a pop culture sense although this person is very notable 
So every time this person pops up, people do notice. They notice. But she's not established enough to sustain that energy for people to be like, you know what I mean? That's why a viral hate tweet can go somewhere because easily people can bring like, you know, people can believe any fucking assumption that anybody says on social media. But when it's a person like Miley Cyrus, again, you can't get those hate tweets or anything like that because, well, she's in your face like (laughs) like she's in your face. You are confused that Miley Cyrus, like 15, 17 million daily streams sounds about, like literally, it sounds about right for a bitch that's been consistent her entire career, starting with the number one album at 13. We need to be serious. We need to be serious. She peaked at the beginning. She peaked a quarter of the way through. She peaked halfway through. She peaked once again after Malibu. She peaked again after Plastic Hearts. Miley Cyrus has been literally getting back in the graces of the general public ever since RCA really tarnished her because something shifted when Malibu came out. When Malibu bop, Malibu, I mean, it's a bop too, but when it dropped, something in the universe was shifting. I don't really know what the fuck it was, but I'm glad that the Younger Now era was cut short and we moved on to um, She Is Coming. You know, I think... The shift from younger now to she is coming needed to happen. Especially because of the fact that no one really resonated with, um, no one resonated with younger now. I gotta be honest. And and when I say no one resonated with it, I meant like the general public. Like, unless you were a Miley Cyrus fan, younger now was not for you. And the same for dead pets. And people gotta forget that Miley Cyrus came back with a non-mainstream album that she made herself after she released a psychedelic pop non-mainstream album. So between the years of 2013 to when Malibu came out in what, maybe 2017? So about a good half decade, she was not mainstream whatsoever. Whatsoever. So essentially she's just been rebuilding back to where she was. She's taking over every streaming era. You can't say it don't make sense when you actively see this shit in your face. Miley Cyrus is an icon. She is a legend. And you will respect her. (laughs) You don't have to like her. You don't. Nobody likes her. And you don't have to be standing somebody else that don't like her to not like her. Hello? Let's be serious. Nicki Minaj do not like Miley Cyrus. We need to be serious. But I love me some Nicki Minaj. I do. And Miley Cyrus still respects Nicki Minaj. You can still tell, you can still tell that she still respects Nicki Minaj for who that woman is. Simple. She do. She will still put her story, you know, she will still play Nicki Minaj music. She will still, you know, play her music in the story. She will still sing her music if it come on. You know, and that's the one thing about Miley Cyrus. <laughs> that girl is just about love. You know, sometimes things can be chaotic. Come on. I love you, Nikki. Better listen to Cardi. There's absolutely no way on earth that this was not thought to be chaotic before it came out. And I know what the intention was, but that wasn't it. <laughs> it wasn't it. That should have been left alone. But. It is what it is, you know. 
And I'm just, I'm really excited for Flowers because Flowers is a song that people needed, you know? Interpolation, interpolations, samples of I Will Survive, even, you know, Bruno Mars' When I Was Your Man, it seemingly is a call and response. So, you know, it. the song has layers to it. You know, it has this nice, funky, mid-tempo beat. And it's just like, there's two different feelings to it. Like, I don't know, like, the verses and then the chorus and, like, the pre-chorus. Like, everything just feels different. Like, I love songs that give me different experiences in it. And sonically, this song is amazing. And everyone's saying, oh, it's a hit or miss for me. It's a hit or miss for me. That's fine. But I think you're like, think about it. We're in a self-care era. We're in an era where people really are single, are alone, are by themselves. This is a self-care song. So even if you don't like it, it's probably saving somebody else. It's not a bad song. Even if you don't like it. You know, the song has, I can't, for one, I can't get the song out of my head. And I am a Miley Cyrus Dan. You can call me biased if you want to, whatever. That's fine. But I genuinely can't get the fucking song out my head. I just went and I bought myself some flowers. Well, going to California to write my name in the motherfucking sand, bitch. Come on. Y'all know I talk to myself for hours. I'm literally like doing this right now. <laughs> and I, I just, I, I feel so much positivity from this song. I feel so much positivity. I, I just, it, it just feels, I don't know. It's such a motivating song. It's a motivating song to love yourself. To not put up with mediocrity. To not put up with half-ass shit. I can love me better than you can. Well. I'm very thankful for Miley Cyrus because all of her music has a message. All of her music. It makes you feel something. Her voice makes you feel something. Her lyrics make you feel something. Sonically, the song makes you feel something. And Miley Cyrus is a very detailed person. You know, she's very detailed with how she creates. Everything has a purpose. Y'all, I love this woman. (laughs) I love this woman. I really do. I, I, I really, really do. Sorry to this woman. <laughs> you know what? The amount of times that Kiki Palmer just pop up in a bitch head for no reason. Like, come on, bitch. Like, come on. Come on. No, but I, I, I'm really excited for this album, Endless Summer. You know, hearing that this song was a love letter to L.A. This album was a love letter to L.A. You hear it. Because, you know, in my reaction video, I even said it. Like, I think about 
riding along the coast on a dusk morning, you know, the sun's behind the clouds or whatever, you know, it's starting to warm up and I'm just listening to flowers and, you know, it's warm. It's about 60, about to hit 70. It's not going to be hot today, but it's going to be warm. It's going to be warm enough to have the top down. Like it just, it, the imagery, the imagery that I get, like her writing, like it paints a very clear picture. Like, come on now. The lips, the color of her lips matches the roses. Like, I see the lips. I see the roses. I see how they're the same color red. Like, wow. This bitch is iconic. (laughs) You know, I think um, Miley Cyrus's writing is underrated. I think that people... Because she's Hannah Montana, people think that a lot of the music that she has made isn't hers. But a lot of people don't know that for one. A lot of the songs that she wrote were on the show and the soundtracks. And also, people forget, she goes into that booth as herself. <laughs> the, the blonde wig is not on when she's recording these. You know what I mean? And even then, the character on the TV show is still her. She's still singing it. She's still acting it. She's under the wig. You need to be serious. Especially with the video of her recording One in a Million. When she goes into those studios, she has say she has input. She shifts the narrative of these songs. She's always had a hand in what she has done. You know? So, that is what it is, y'all. It's no surprising that Miley Cyrus is rightfully getting the numbers that make sense to match her career. The numbers now make sense. The numbers back then didn't make sense at all. At all. I mean, when you look at other people's careers, I mean... By logic, by reason, the manager that has Justin Bieber, Carly Rae Jepsen, um, and Ariana Grande should have been able to make Demi Lovato happen. But it it hasn't. It hasn't happened. I don't, and honestly, I don't know if Demi Lovato will get the mainstream success back that she has had. I really, I don't think she cares. And that is what it is. But, you know, seeing the ex-ax thrive and get all kinds of success, it kind of sucks to see Demi not really get much. Because even down to her supposed to be, you know, in a TV show, that doesn't happen. She's no longer going on tour anymore. Um, I haven't even heard her latest album, to be honest with y'all. But to be honest, if we look at her sales in her records, and this isn't here. Listen to me. Listen to me. Relax. Okay, baby. Relax. Demi has not had the established career that Miley, Selena, Ariana have had 
to sustain in a whole different industry because the industry has changed. But Demi has not in the aspect of the industry. I don't think she really has because in the space of industry, I just feel like that Demi Lovato has just been coasting on this line. Sometimes she goes above it. Sometimes she doesn't. Sometimes she has a sorry, not sorry. Sometimes she has an I love me. You know, like. And it doesn't come as a shock to anybody when it happens. It's she deserves better, but nobody is shocked. I think for Selena, she has had that. So. I don't know, guys. I want to see that for Demi. I want to see this for Demi. I really do. I know Selena could pull it off. I know she can. She damn near has already. I mean, Demi Lovato is the only exec that doesn't have a number one, number one single. Well, and I know that's not something she cares about. But these people are also human, and I'm sure they would love that. And I think it can happen for her. But. Honestly, whoever is backing her, I, I just don't know. And, and that's the thing, because you can have top tier management. You can have um, a decent label and it still not do anything for you. Releasing music is a gamble. I mean, you're automatically losing money before that song drops. So. Anyway, y'all, I did not come on here to talk about Demi Lovato, but I've just been thinking about her, too. Because she's been coming up a lot. A lot of people is like, okay, now it's time for Demi to take her career serious. I think she is. <laughs> I think she is. By doing what the fuck she wants to do right now, she is. She's taking her career the most serious that she's probably ever taken her career. And I think that that mindset is that I'm going to do this my way with no restrictions on my term and that's me living my life because I've never really been able to with my other teams and labels I see no issue with that why would I I mean it's not my life for one but also girls been through a lot you know I think she will see success do I think she'll see a number one album that I'm not sure not number one album number one song I think I can see her having a number one album again. Um, I think that she's definitely an album girly because in reality, if you are already an established artist like Demi, you can pull off a number one album with the right promotion. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's an issue for her. A number one single, not as easy because that's going to require a batch of streams that she's not going to get, a batch of views from YouTube that she's not going to get. That's just that's just really I'm not saying that she can't get it. She's not going to get that right now. She has not been in the general public's good graces, not that she probably cares, but she hasn't. And I really don't. I mean, the last one was probably tell me you love me with sorry not sorry um the art of starting over i mean that that was a much needed album for her i feel like at the time 
Um, it very much seems like she doesn't care too much about that album anymore. Um, the rock album, I haven't heard again. Um, I don't know. I'm going to do a whole different podcast on Demi Lovato because there's a lot of things to break down with Demi. But, you know, rooting for her, rooting for her, rooting for all the x you know, you know, Demi, Miley and Selena are really the main three from Disney. And you got Miss Ariana Grande doing Miss Wicked. Love that for her. But all right, y'all, I appreciate y'all for listening. I'm going to go ahead and hop off here because I've been talking for a minute and y'all know what the tea is. But I appreciate you. I appreciate you guys. I hope you take care of yourself. Go buy yourself some flowers. Write your name in the sand. Talk to yourself for hours. Many things that many, many bitches do not understand. Okay. Love that for you. All right, y'all. I appreciate you again. Drink some water. All right. Out here. Peace.